All right. What's up, y'all? Wes Rucker, Patrick Brown coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio here on a Wednesday night with another, yet another, Govals 24-7 breaking news podcast. Pat, we just left the University of Tennessee's campus and we came here to podcast immediately, which means it's important. Why is it important? It's important because Tennessee's best player will will be available, at least in some capacity, for Saturday season over against Georgia State. That's right. Uh, Trey Smith, the star offensive lineman, the former five-star prospect, has been cleared to play. Uh, and will be uh, on the field, and looks like he'll be uh, involved in uh, in the season opener on Saturday. Yeah, this is big news for Tennessee, and, and again, I, I think it's safe to say that if you had this is the kind of news that if you had told us about this maybe four or five months ago, three, four, five, six months ago, uh, we would have said this is a a big deal. This is a, a really big surprise. Uh, I think if you had told us within the past few weeks, it would not have been a surprise necessarily. But it's still really interesting because. It's not something you see very often. A guy has been taken off the field twice for a very, very serious medical issue, and they think they have gotten it under wraps, and he's going to get to continue playing football, which is, man, Pat, a few months ago, I thought best-case scenario with this thing would have been he redshirts this year and then and then comes back and plays two more years. Uh, this is... Um, this has been yeoman's work by the by the University of Tennessee medical staff, by experts across the country, by Trey Smith and his family. This took a lot of working parts to make happen. Yeah, and I think it's important that we get you know to the point early, and that this was Trey Smith's decision. This was Correct. his decision to play, um, and 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 the quote that that uh, he had in, in Tennessee's release announcing it uh, on Wednesday evening. He said he and his family consulted with. Uh, several of the best doctors in the country, and, and they've put together a plan that allows him to play. Um, and that's sort of what Jeremy Pruitt was saying all along, is that our team doctors and Trey and his family are putting uh, together a, a way that he can play. Now, Pruitt, in talking to us after practice on Wednesday, was not really didn't really get into many specifics, stayed pretty vague about it. Yes, very Kind of suggested or you know, left it open that this could be sort of a week-to-week deal and kind of said that you know he's going to play some snaps. So he may not be a guy that plays – uh, however many plays Tennessee has on offense against Georgia State on Saturday, Trey Smith may not be on the field for all of them. Um, again, this is a guy that really hasn't played football since maybe last October, other than maybe a, a practice here or two where he was able to do full contact work. So uh, there could be some rust there. I do think he'll be at left guard, which will suit him better because I think mm-hmm. he's a better guard than he is a tackle, which Correct. I think some of the struggles that he had maybe last year were uh, down to him playing a little bit out of position. But uh, certainly, again, we've said this all along, Wes, I think that it was hard to uh, create a scenario where Tennessee's offensive line is better without Trey Smith than it would be if they had him. And it looks like they're going to have him at least in some capacity this week, and, and we'll kind of see uh, what happens uh, week in and week out moving forward. Yeah, and, and if you need any more reason why uh, Jeremy Pruitt is such a classic hashtag football guy, it's that he really didn't want to get into specifics about how much Trey Smith would or wouldn't play against Georgia State. <laughs> you know, I, I got to think uh, whether he plays a, or doesn't play in that game. I, I don't know that it that it really should matter to the outcome of the game. Uh, but I, I think you're 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 seeing Jeremy Pruitt set a tone there, and that's that he does not want this to be a recurring issue. He wants to keep the focus on the field. He wants to keep the plan uh, for all of this in house. And basically, it's going to be a case of week to week. Uh, you're going to either see Trey Smith or you're not, and then that's what's going to happen. I don't think he wants to get specific about this because I don't think he wants this to be a running subplot throughout the year. I think he just wants to say, listen, he's going to play. Here he is. Deal with it. Yeah, and that was, you know, he got a lot of questions about 
Trey in this situation on, on Wednesday evening, and he kind of didn't really get into a whole lot of details. Um, and and uh, he, he again reiterated that this was Trey's decision, and it's been sort of Trey's desire all along. And he even said as early as back in the spring that Trey has wanted to continue playing football and has wanted to continue his career, uh, even though this the situation with the blood clots in his lungs that uh, took him off the field a lot last offseason and then also mm-hmm. cut short his sophomore season uh, last fall. Um, sort of cast that into doubt. I mean, I, I think you're right in saying that there were times earlier this offseason and uh, even back closer towards the end of last season where you wondered if Trey would play again. So, uh, But he's continued to, to prepare and practice and uh, and operate as if he's going to play, hoping that at some point he and uh, his family and, and the doctors that they've met with would be able to put together a plan that would help him do that. And so um, and they've been, it sounds like they've been obviously been able to do that, and, and certainly Trey – you know, I think Pruitt said a bunch of times and said it again on Wednesday night that uh, Trey's in the best shape of his career. I think he's around 325 pounds. Physically looks it. Yeah, I mean, he he, he looks like he, you know, he should be. So, um, and I'm sure Trey's chomping at the bit, and I'm sure I, I would hate to be the Georgia State offensive lineman that lines up next to him or across from him on on, uh, uh, on Trey's first snap on Saturday, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and I know, and I'm really glad this was the first thing you mentioned because this is something that absolutely needs to be mentioned time and time and time again. This is 100% Trey Smith's decision. This was not something he was uh, pushed back into doing. It's not something that that Tennessee pushed him into doing. It's not anything his family pushed him into doing. Uh, He is, as we've mentioned time and time again on this podcast and on GoBalls247.com and and everywhere else across social media, all over the Internet, we have said this time and time again. He is a mature kid. I think as well as anyone that age could be capable of understanding the situation – I think he understands it to that level. I think he knows some of the risks associated with this. Uh, he'd have to be pretty dumb not to, and I, I don't think at all that he's a dumb kid. He's a, he's a sharp kid. And so I think this is something that he didn't need football in his life to be successful, but he wanted to play football. Uh, he loves playing football. He loves his teammates. He loved the, loves this university. He wants to play. And so as soon as he made it clear to everyone that he wanted to play, this became a deal of, okay, that was the first step. He had to want to. And now that he wanted to, how, how can this turn from a wish into a reality? And they had to go through the steps. They had to meet with the experts. They had to talk about, you know, without getting into specifics, they had to talk about different medications, different treatment options. And they found something that I think just about everyone could agree on. And they found that pathway forward. But this all started with his desire unpressured his desire to come back and play the game. Yeah, and I think it says a lot about Trey that, that he wanted to do this when uh, we, we've met with Trey, we've talked with Trey, we've covered him for uh, a couple of years now. He's a, as good a player and as good a person as, as they come. Yep. Uh, and he, he loves this university. He loves playing football for this university. And he's a guy that's been uh, involved in a lot of off-the-field stuff, you know, kind of using his platform as a Tennessee football player to mm-hmm. uh, make an impact, positive, you know, a positive impact on other people. He's been involved in stuff. Uh, with CARM here in town, the mm-hmm. uh, Knoxville Area Rescue Ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a coat drive is what he did. Um, and so he's, you know, speaking to youth groups and elementary schools, just, a, a, you know, I think he was on the community service team last year in the SEC. So it tells you this is a guy that, that was going to be successful and, and going to make a positive impact even if he wasn't playing football. So I think it says a lot about Trey as a person that uh, he, he's willing to, frankly, I mean, he's, there's probably some risk involved in what he's doing, to be honest. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the ins and outs. We don't know all the details of the situation. But uh, certainly when you're talking about blood clots and, you know, all things like that, that's not a, yes. you know, that's a pretty serious situation. So if, if you're 
uh, you know, I, I'm sure they've weighed, he and his family have weighed all of the risks with this. And, and, you know, I think for him to want to play and to want to continue his football career, I think that says a lot about uh, how much, first of all, he loves the game. Second of all, how much he loves uh, the university and, and, and Tennessee and playing for his own state school. Yeah. And I, I want to be quick about this too. I, I think that it's important to, to say right off the, straight off the top that uh, I'm not a doctor. Uh, none of us on the GoVoss 24-7 staff are doctors. Now, my mom is a dean of health at a college, but I think that that sort of knowledge skips a generation because I, I'm incredibly ignorant with the stuff. What I do know is, is what I've spoken, people I've spoken to about this, uh, things that I have read about this, and, and it generally it comes down to your, your blood's clotting, right? So you need to take medication to stop making that happen. Well, if you take that medication, uh, then bad things can happen if you, you know, get cut. Or if you don't take the, the medicine, then your, your blood can clot again, and that can lead to, you know, serious, potentially fatal outcomes. So the, without getting into specifics about Trey's situation, because I don't know it, uh, that in general is the is the gist of what's going on with the blood clotting situation. So uh, they had to figure out a treatment plan that would keep this thing under uh, under wraps or keep it keep it contained. And, and, and that's why he's not done really any team in full context of. I think he said I think Pruitt said that he's practiced some, mm-hmm. um, but so we don't get to see any team periods anyway. So that's true. So we'll take their word for it on that because we we would not know. But we can talk about before we get out of here, Pat, though. And, again, we will have much more on this. We'll have a uh, – God, we have a podcast almost, almost every day this week. It seems like that it's worked out that way. But we'll have a, a full episode Thursday morning, and we'll get into more about what this means for the O-line and Aubrey Solomon and what all that all means and what Bryce Thompson and what that all means. We'll have tons of time to get into all that. Uh, but the short and sweet of it right here is that what impact does this have on Tennessee's offensive line? And I think the, the gist of it is what you said earlier that this is maybe Tennessee's best football player and now he's able to play football again so huge news but what does this mean for Tennessee's O-line and and how quickly if at all do we know about what he can do or or how much do we know about his ability to get up and play to speed as quickly as possible because they play Florida in a month yeah and and I I think it's fair to expect some rust I mean like I said earlier this Trey hasn't played actual football since last October. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's been, I don't want to do the math in my head, but it's been a long time. He hasn't, yeah. you know, it, it, and I think he was a little bit rusty more, last season. More than six saw. months, less than 12. I can tell you that. Yeah. I think he, I think he was a little bit rusty last season from when he wasn't really doing a whole lot. And even then I think he got. And hurt his knee in the first you know, game. Maybe a week of practice, a couple of weeks of practice before, um, uh, before he was actually cleared to, to play again. But, um, but he's also a guy that's super, super talented, powerful, uh, he, he's going to know the offense well. And, and again, I think we'll I, – I don't, I don't know about last year, but I know that Trey this season has prepared all offseason like he's going to play. So I imagine he'll be pretty locked in. And good players like him, players with that kind of talent, uh, it doesn't take them long to adjust or shake off the rust. So, and, I, and I do think, again, like I mentioned, that him playing guard, which I expect him will be at left guard, uh, is probably going to help him because that's, that's a better position for him. So – uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's up to speed really quick. I just I don't know if you know. I don't think. I guess it's not a guarantee that he'll start. That he'll start. I would think he would, uh, but I, I don't know. We just don't know how many snaps he's going to play. I don't know if Pruitt was being coy kind of about that, or if there's still if there actually is some uncertainty on Tennessee's part how much how, how much he'll be able to play. Or maybe there's another guy who would be starting at left guard, and they haven't told him yet that he's actually not going to start at left guard. <laughs> so uh, there could be any number of things swirling behind the scenes. But but that's the short and sweet of it, guys. Is that this is big 
big news for Tennessee. We will have much more on this uh, Thursday morning. We'll be dropping that podcast ASAP as possible, to quote Michael Scott. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will be back here, I guess, in, I don't know, 12 hours or so. 